1: It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanas Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football!
0: Wow, what a great day to be alive. We've waited so long for summer to finally be here, and look at this. It's here. It's finally hot. We finally had a nice day to play golf, and now you get to listen to some sports talk radio. Thanks for being here, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for tuning in, no matter if you're tuning in on your radio or on SWX Montana television or on the ESPN Montana app. If you are listening in one of the visual capacities of this show, we are not in the studio because we are back up at Grey Wolf Peak Casino. They've been kind enough to host us a couple times, and now we are here because the new Lassau Sports Bar up here at Grey Wolf Peak Casino. It's open. They're still planning a big grand opening party, so we'll probably be a part of the party a little later on down the road. But the grill is open. The bar is open. What a cool place. They have all sorts of great uh, historical relics in here. It's, it's almost like a museum and a sports bar mixed into one. So uh, if you need something to do, you're on your way up and down the hill, swing in here. Great place to stop on your way to Flathead Lake. Great place to come in and to play some slots, have some fun. Gray Wolf Peak Casino up here on Everett Hill. Thanks to them for hosting. A lot to get to today on your Friday. I had a phenomenal day. Uh, what a lucky guy I am. Got to play in golf tournaments twice this week, both under the guise of a fundraiser. So that's when you're raising funds for something and everything, uh, that's always, you know, makes it an even better excuse. But it was a great time out there at Canning River Golf Club. So we have some stories from the Grizzly Quarterback Club scramble today. I'll give you a hint. We went 20 under, and we didn't even get a prize Some good sticks out there at Canyon River today. So we'll tell you some golf stories. We also have a bunch of other fun stuff to talk about. This is sort of the end of the calendar year for sports, and this is the longest that the said calendar year has really ever gone in my time covering Big Sky Conference and prep sports in the state of Montana. Usually it's just the academic year, and then maybe we get a couple weeks into the summer, but the fact that we had – college sports all the way up until this last weekend with the completion of the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships uh, as well as a bunch of great prep stuff going on and again this week also a big prep week because it is all-star game week the Wyoming the Montana Wyoming excuse me all-star basketball series begins tonight uh, with the games in Sheridan Wyoming and then tomorrow evening they'll be in Lockwood also the east-west shrine game Uh, This weekend as well. So it's like we never really had the uh, the midsummer bump where we usually get, you know, bogged down a little bit or we don't have anything pertinent or I guess not pertinent. We always have pertinent stuff to talk about around here, but we don't have anything uh, newsworthy or uh, event based. But right now it's been a really long year into this and it's been a really great year. So we'll go over some of our best storylines from this last athletic year from all the way around the state of Montana We also are going to hear from one of the quarterbacks for the West squad in the East-West Shrine game, caught up with Tyson Rostad earlier this week. Tyson is a recent graduate of Hamilton High School, led the Bronx to the Class A state championship this last year, and now he is one of two future Grizz football quarterbacks playing for Bryce Carver's West squad. Probably a little advantage because Rostad played for Coach Carver there at Hamilton High School, so we'll catch up with Tyson and to get a little preview on tomorrow night's Shrine game. We also have a really fun and uh, lucky you guys extended Chicka Doesn't Know Sports. Carolyn brought the heat this week. We recorded it yesterday morning, and uh, it was so much fun that we just kept on rolling. So we got about two segments worth for her, so pretty much the whole second hour. We'll be having some fun, having some laughs, and uh, listening in to one of our favorite segments here at Nuanas now, uh, the Chicka Doesn't Know Sports. So it should be a fun Friday show. That's your show, Outlook, presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions you have in the real estate world, give Brent and his team a call today. Good to see Brent out there at the Grizz Quarterback Club uh, scramble today. A really, really fun team on my end. Got to play with uh, a couple of my favorite guys from the 2010 Grizzlies, Tyler Hobbs, former defensive tackle, as well as Andrew Sell, former Grizz quarterback, and Jeff Larson, a guy who did a ton of stuff uh, for the Grizzlies, came in as a quarterback, got a cup bank, and played some receiver. Really fun afternoon. I mean, what a great time to be out there. Most uh, most quarterback club, or I should say most golf scrambles, they start usually, you know, 9.30, 10 a.m., But, of course, this is a uh, Bobby Houck-administered event. So this thing was rolling at (laughs) about 7.50. We were ready to roll at about 8 o'clock. So actually got done in time I was able to do it and play in it and and, then race up here to Wolf Peak Casino. But a ton of fun shots, a ton of fun moments, and uh, what a competitive field. I thought we were all the way in it to win it. Shot 20 under, got to 52. That's including a 24 on the front. Can't really play any better than that. And uh, we still did uh, not... Um, take home the trophy. We uh, ended up getting second place. So um, still a really fun uh, afternoon and a good turnout out there at Canyon River. And uh, as always, thanks to our great golf partners at Canyon River for all uh, their support here. And of, of course, for hosting uh, the Grizz Quarterback Club Scramble today. Snuana's is now coming to you live from the Gray Wolf Peak Casino up here on Everrow Hill. Gray Wolf Peak, a great place to hang out. They also have a new sports bar that's open, full menu, great drink selections, beautiful pool tables, and it's a great place to hang out. So come say what's up to us here. We'll be here until 6, but we will be back here quite often. It's been a great friendship and partnership that we've uh, struck up here at Gray Wolf Peak Casino. So I very much look forward to working with these guys uh, into the future. Let's go through some of our top stories from the state of Montana as a whole, all levels of sports. These are in no particular order. Uh, This is just what came to my head first. And uh, we are a Missoula-based radio show, but we've definitely expanded this reach all all the way around the state of Montana, but also around all over the place. When we look at our podcast and stream analytics, we got about 40% of you that are tuning in um, from out-of-market and out-of-state. So that's pretty cool. Appreciate all the listenership. So we're going to go all the way around the state of Montana to talk about some of the best storylines from this year whether it was in the Big Sky Conference, the Frontier Conference, the multiple divisions of high school sports uh, here in the state of Montana. Uh, Otherwise, other sports that uh, maybe aren't in those jurisdictions. It was a great year, uh, particularly, though, in western Montana. One of the huge benefits we get when the teams from the west are particularly good is we just get to have more of the guests that we have in studio rather than on the phone, and uh, the phone line is a great resource. And uh, you know we appreciate Rangage Brothers for always spo- sponsoring the uh, Rangish Brothers RV phone line. And by the way, if you want to be a part of the show, you always can four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine. That's triple eight one zero two nine. You're going to need to remember that number because it's a Friday, which means it's Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza. So about an hour and a half from now, we'll be giving you an opportunity to call in and win a pickup. Large pizza uh, from Front Street Pizza. Um, but it, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's particularly advantageous for us just because having people in studio, just the face-to-face interactions always makes the interviews better, but also is a great visual element for you um, on SWX Montana Television and on our new ESPN Montana app. And this was a banner year when it came to particularly high school sports in Western Montana, but also a really good year for the Grizzlies uh, on the football field as well, and a couple other bright spots for the University of Montana Athletic Department uh, over the last athletic year as well. The Grizz soccer team comes to mind for sure. But it was particularly good uh, out west, and I think that's why coming into this Shrine game in Great Falls on Saturday, uh, the west are certainly the decided favorite. There's a lot of talent in this game. A lot of guys go to the Division One level on both the west and the east. There's also the great dynamic of Mark Sampson, the legendary coach that leads the East squad. This is his final game as a head coach. Uh, Coach Sampson's been in the Montana coaching ranks for 38 years. So uh, that's a dynamic that that, uh, might be an influential one for sure, and you definitely do have some D1 talent on the East as well. But the West, so many talented guys. You got eight guys on that West roster that are headed to the Grizzlies. You also have eight guys on that West roster that are from Missoula, and that's because the dominant area in the state of Montana in high school football was the West. Western Montana, more, more importantly, the Missoula County into the Ravalli County. That was the dominant football universe in the state of Montana this year. Missoula Sentinel, they pushed their winning streak to 21 consecutive games. They repeat as Class AA state champions. Hamilton High School, after so many good runs that fell just short, They get on the board. They get their first Class A state championship since 1997. And then in Florence, one of the great Class B teams I have ever seen, one of the great Class B teams uh, we have ever covered. So that's three of your five state champions in the state of Montana just in a little 45- to 50-mile radius. So that's my number one storyline from this last athletic year was just how dominant the teams from the Missoula and Ravalli counties uh, that were just – Honestly, peerless. I mean, you talk about undefeated across the board for Missoula Sentinel, Hamilton High School, and uh, Florence. Pretty cool. Then you look at the rosters for the East-West Shrine game, and, you again, you have eight guys from the city of Missoula alone, including five from that outstanding Sentinel squad that went undefeated two years in a row and really helped Sentinel break through, really affirmed the rebuild that's become a dynasty. I mean, that's the dream when you take over a program as a head coach, and that's what Dane Oliver has been able to do is, uh, you know, take a a rebuild into a perennial playoff contender into a two-time state champion, and you see that with the roster of the East-West Shrine game. you got Charlie Kurgan, Ramsey Knowles, Connor McCarthy, future Grizz Drew Klump, and a future MIT football player, and more importantly, probably like a future – rocket scientist or something crazy, some sort of aeronautical engineer, Chase Williams, one of the uh, most fun kids we've ever had on our show and a guy that I think everybody knows is one of the smartest guys around. So well represented for Sentinel. You also uh, have for the West squad a variety of players that are very familiar with head coach Bryce Carver, Tim Zahner running back from Hamilton, Tyson Rostad, who will join us here in about 20 minutes, the quarterback from Hamilton, and then Jonas Johnson, a center from Hamilton. Those three guys are also on that West roster. And then you look at the the Florence Falcons representation, which Florence was very well represented in the Class B All-Star game uh, last week. They also have uh, some representation as well uh, with Blake Shoup, who's a future Frontier player. Tristan Payette, also headed of the Frontier Conference. Luke Mackey, who's headed to the Air Force Academy, and Caden Zaluski, who's headed to uh, the Frontier Conference as well. So four Florence Falcons, three Hamilton Bronx, and five Missoula Sentinel Spartans on the East-West Shrine Game roster for the West squad. And uh, that's why the West is best. That's my number one storyline from this last athletic year around the state of Montana. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television, or maybe you got the new ESPN Montana app. If you don't, go download the app. Great way to stream, listen, watch, keep up with this show, live, archive, all the way around. It's an awesome resource for you, an awesome addition for us, and appreciate our production and engineering team for all their work on that as well as on all things ESPN Radio, particularly letting us take this show on the road as often as we have uh, over the past year, year and a half, it's definitely a really fun um, pursuit to take the show on the road and broadcast from great locations like the Gray Wolf Peak Casino, where we sit right now. Other top storylines from this last uh, academic year. I mean, honestly, the fall was a phenomenal one. It, I thought it was really, really good at the high school level. I thought we had some really, really good teams, some really, really good matchups. Uh, the, the bookends of the double season with, Billings West and Missoula Sentinel playing a state championship rematch to begin the season at Washington Grizzly Stadium, and then those teams playing for the Double A state championship to end the season. That was awesome, but so was the Division One football that was played in the state of Montana this last year, both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies banner years. And uh, this is what the expectation is. It's what the expectation will remain. I hope it's the standard for both of these programs. But when both teams are in the top five, top six, top seven, top eight in the country, going into that last weekend in November of the regular season on a collision course to play in the rivalry game, that's when football's at its best in Montana. That's when we are at our best here at Nuanas now, and that's what we always pull for. So to have uh, a number three Montana State team coming into Washington Grizzlies Stadium to play a sixth-ranked Grizzlies team and to have the result, a resounding Grizz victory, Uh, in which they snapped a four-game losing streak to the Bobcats and to have both teams still get playoff seeds and make playoff runs. That's what the standard should be. That's what we hope the standard remains, but it was still a thrill uh, to cover both Montana and Montana State this last year and definitely one of the best storylines of this last athletic calendar year. Montana State, after losing that Bobcat-Grizzly game uh, in Missoula, they turned around and had one of the most unlikely and one of the most fun runs to the national championship game of any team I've ever covered. It it, it was so organic, but also so thrilling because of the adversity that hit. You talk about a head coach leaving, bolting for Texas, and Jeff Choate. Brent Vegan coming in and taking Wyoming down to the wire and then winning nine games in a row. But then bringing his team, to be frank, unprepared into Washington Grizzly Stadium and get licked by the rival. Now Montana's got all this momentum. Then they beat another rival when they beat Eastern Washington. It looks like the Grizzlies are the ones that are rolling. But the Bobcats, in the meantime, after the rivalry loss, they lose their starting quarterback to the transfer portal, and boom, touchdown Tommy happens. The emergence of Tommy Mallott and the way he caught lightning in a bottle and the way that the Bobcats rallied around him. One of the great runs we've seen by a team in Montana, particularly in the 21st century. So uh, that was sort of one of the sparks to what has been An unbelievable year for Montana State. They won the all-sports trophy in the Big Sky Conference on the men's side for the first time in 10 years. They not only had a run to the national championship game in football, they also had multiple All-Americans in cross country. They won their first men's basketball regular season title since 2002. They advanced to their first NCAA tournament since 1996. The Montana State women, they ran all the way through the Big Sky tournament into the big dance The track team had as much success as any program that's not named Northern Arizona in my 16 years covering the Big Sky. They sent five athletes to nationals, which was tied with NAU for Big Sky Conference High. Four of those athletes came home with All-American honors, and you watched Duncan Hamilton run the third-fastest collegiate time in the history of men's college track and field in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. All of that basically culminates in what was one of the great years I've seen for the Bobcats, particularly on the men's side, one of the great years in Big Sky Conference athletics as well. So that's our third top storyline of the year from this last athletic year. It's new on us now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. More top storylines from this last year included some awesome small school talents in high school basketball and a couple guys that left marks that we'll be talking about for quite some time. First of all, you had Damon Grovant, who was one of the best stories going. He and his Lodgegrass team were the darlings of Class B. They were the two-time defending state champions, and they were undefeated going all the way into the state tournament, all the way into the semifinals, actually, of the Class B state tournament. They ended up faltering, and Three Forks ended up winning the Class B state championship. But watching the continued fervor for Native American basketball, uh, in this state was unbelievable. The Grass lame Deer matchups in the regular season became must-watch must watch hoops. You had two of the most exciting and high-scoring teams in all of the state. You had Damon Grovant leading that Lodgegrass team. They were selling out the Billings-Metra. Uh, it was awesome to see. We saw games with individual players in the 60s and 70s. Grovant got himself all the way up into the 70s one time, uh, and then he ended up breaking... Elvis Old Bull's school record for points in a career. Elvis Old Bull, one of the legends in Montana high school basketball, Native American or otherwise. And so it was an awesome storyline to follow. Uh, just some of the great Native teams. Harlow had a great team as well. Uh, it was cool just seeing all of the the support and uh, all of the um, pageantry and all of all of the excitement that's involved with basketball in general, particularly when. Some of, the, uh, some of our top Indian teams get to play uh, on the biggest stage. Speaking of that note, it is Indigenous Heritage Celebration Weekend down at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. The Missoula Paddleheads, in association with All Nations Health Center, hosting the Indigenous Heritage Celebration all weekend long. So head on down if you want to go check out a Sweet Talent Showcase tonight. That's the place to be. The gates open at 6 p.m. The show starts at 7 p.m., Give you some information about the artists a little later on uh, here in the show. But you got four he- awesome artists, plus it's going to be hosted and emceed by uh, Four Shadows. So if you want something fun to do, you want to go support our great native peoples throughout the state of Montana, head on down to Ogren Park Allegiance Field for Indigenous Heritage Celebration Weekend. A talent show tonight, a 5K fun run tomorrow, and uh, it'll be going on all weekend long. Thanks to All Nations Health Center for their partnership on uh, that great event, and thanks so much to the Missoula Paddleheads as well for their awesome support of that and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff in this community as well. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Uh, a couple other um, high school storylines that really were memorable from this year. In the fall, you had Marcus Anderson of Missoula Hellgate hit a goal in overtime, a walk-off, a sudden-death game-winning OT goal to win one nothing in the Class AA State Championship and hand Missoula Hellgate their third consecutive state championship. Marcus Anderson recently named the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year, and he helped the Hellgate Knights to their third consecutive Class AA Championship. What a way to walk off. You're the coach's son. You're a four-year starter. You're a four-time All-State player. And you get to score the very last goal of your high school career to help you walk off in overtime in the state championship game in Missoula storybook. Unbelievable. One of the great moments of the year uh, throughout the state of Montana in the sporting world. The other high school moment I wanted to recognize was the game winner by Dougie Buckets, Dougie Peoples, Butte Central, a junior there at Central, so he'll have another year to make a great run. But he hits a jab step, step back in the eyeball, nothing but net, and Butte Central wins the Class A state championship at Dahlberg Arena in walk-off fashion. So we not only had some awesome teams, some awesome runs, but we had some spectacular moments. I mean, truly, we'll be talking about the Dougie Peoples walk-off, and we'll be talking about the Marcus Anderson walk-off. For years to come, we really will. I mean, these are moments that you know I've covered a lot of high school sports, and, and a lot of it starts to mesh together and blur together. We're going to be talking about those two uh, for quite some time. A couple other great storylines for you from around the state of Montana, or I guess these ones involving Montanans, doing great things on the national and even international level. First of all, Catherine Burkoff, one of Missoula's great exports. She's the daughter of former Olympian David Burkoff, and she's on her way to being an Olympian as well. She set multiple American records. She's swam multiple world-class times, and she continues to stack All-American honors at North Carolina State, and she still has eligibility remaining. So uh, the former Missoula Hellgate standout, the 16-time Class AA State champion, the multiple, multiple all-class state records, Katherine Burkhoff has translated into the Division One level, and she still keeps on doing it. Do not be surprised when you see her name on an Olympic roster, on an Olympic team in the near future. And speaking of the Olympics, how about third Olympic trips? For Darian Stevens of Missoula and Maggie Voison of Whitefish. Two young ladies that have been in the skiing game for quite some time. Both of them have overcome tremendous adversity with incredible and really serious injuries that they bounce back from. And both of them get that elusive third Olympics berth. So, very cool for a couple uh, freestyle skiers from the state of Montana. And then the last one we gotta acknowledge is Missoula's Quinn Wolferman. He went and won a gold medal at the X Games in the knuckle huck and uh, so cool for uh, a young man from missoula to uh, be able to put a gold medal right around his neck and uh, pretty cool that some of our our best exports are in the snow sports predictable to be sure but also it would be sort of weird if we weren't sending some of the best skiers uh, out there to compete on the international level so there you go that is some of your top storylines from around the state of montana over this last athletic year as we sort of Now turn the page. We'll be having a lot of fun. Can't believe we've gotten 23 minutes into the show without even mentioning the NBA Finals. So we're going to get out a little early here, and we'll come back. We'll talk a little NBA Finals, and we'll also keep talking about some of these top storylines, including one that carries on with all those Western Montana stars in the um, East West Shrine game. We're going to hear from one of the quarterbacks from the West, Tyson Rostad, Hamilton High School graduate, and a future Grizzly. He'll join us next. We'll talk... East-West Shrine Game, and NBA Finals. Keep it right here. It's Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. High school all-star games take the summer center stage this weekend in football and basketball. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Friday night, the Montana-Wyoming All-Star Basketball Series returns. The action takes place in Sheridan, Wyoming on Friday with the Montana girls playing the Wyoming girls at 5.30 and the boys game beginning at 7.30. The games in Montana will take place at the same times on Saturday night from Lockwood High School just outside of Billings. Among the studs highlighting the Montana girls roster includes former Gatorade player of the year Maya Hansen of Billings Central who is signed with Boise State along with future Lady Grizz Drea Wacker of Millstone, Rocky Mountain College head coach Wes Keller will coach the Montana girls. Among the standouts highlighting the boys' roster includes Gatorade Player of the Year, Braden Cook of Class AA Champion Helena Capital, future Grizz Caden Bateman of Missoula Big Sky, and Rhett Reynolds of Shelby, plus record-setting lodgegrass forward Damon Grovont. University of Providence men's basketball coach Steve Keller leads the boys. And finally, the 75th annual East-West Shrine Game kicks off from Memorial Stadium in Great Falls on Saturday at 7 p.m. Hamilton High School head coach Bryce Carver coaches the West. Mark Sampson, who retired after six seasons at Great Falls High and 38 seasons overall in the coaching ranks in the Treasure State, will coach his final game on Saturday as the head coach of the East. The West roster features eight future Montana Grizzlies and features eight players from Missoula alone. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. It's new on us now, ESPN Radio you're watching and or tuning in on the ESPN Montana app or on SWX Montana television and you don't see us in studio, it's because we're not there. We're here. Gray Wolf Peak Casino, the new sports bar is open. They're going to have a grand opening relatively soon. They also got a golf simulator uh, that, that they're planning on opening pretty soon here as well. But it's a wonderful, awesome sports bar. They got beautiful pool tables. There's also a whole bunch of homages to Native American history and Native American athletes. So come up here. I mean, even I learned some stuff. There's some sweet stuff. All of the tables are basically like museum style, so you're going to get a lot of information, and uh, it's just a great place. they got food rolling out of here, great drinks as well. You can go play some slots just around the corner as well. Up Everett Hill, just 10 minutes from Missoula, come hang out up here at Gray Wolf Peak Casino. So much uh, appreciate them hosting us here for Nuana's Now. The East-West Shrine game, the 75th edition of it, takes place in Great Falls, Montana on Saturday. I'm going to be driving up uh, in the afternoon to go check out a couple really, really stacked teams. And also, it's it's a memorable moment because Mark Sampson, the recently retired head coach of Great Falls High, a guy who had stints at Helena Capital as well as Montana State Northern and most recently Great Falls High, He will coach in his 390th and final game. 38 seasons as a head coach for Mark Sampson, and he'll lead the East squad into this game, so it should be a special moment for him. And we also have a variety of other outstanding college-level talents playing in this East West Dragon game. We're going to hear from one of those guys, a future Grizzly, Tyson Rostad, in uh, just a little bit. But two other things to get to before that. First of all, it's a Friday, so that means it's a Friday pie day presented by Front Street Pizza Front Street Pizza, located there, of course, on Front Street, downtown Missoula. And in about, oh, I don't know, about an hour, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a free large pizza from Front Street Pizza. All you got to do is call in. We'll get your name. We'll give the call down there. They'll have a large one-topping pizza ready for you down there uh, at Front Street Pizza, right across from the old public library, just a block up from the new public library. Right below, Rome Student Housing. Appreciate Front Street Pizza for presenting Friday Pie Day. If you've been following along and uh, you listen to this show frequently, you know that I'm a big NBA junkie. Love the National Basketball Association. And what a great moment it was last night. I said yesterday on the show that one of the only things that would surprise me is if the Warriors completely rolled in Beantown. And what do the Warriors do? They completely rolled in Beantown. They went into Boston. And they took no prisoners. It was a phenomenal effort by the Golden State Warriors. And they win their fourth championship in the last eight years. Anybody that buried the Warriors, anybody that thought the Warriors were dead and gone, not so much. 103-90 to take a Game 6 victory. Stephen Curry, his first NBA Finals MVP, I think that thrusts him so far up in the legacy. Andrew Houghton, our producer, and I, we discussed what this would do for the Warriors as a team's legacy and we thought that their spot among the great teams in NBA history was certainly solidified, but that a win wouldn't really vault them above just the very few teams that are ahead of them. But I do think that this victory and this Finals MVP and the fact that Steph Curry went 43 points in a pivotal Game 4 win in Boston, then he had 34 points last night, and he was just the consummate leader. He is, he is the greatest teammate in team sports, and he showed why he is so beloved by his teammates And it was so cool to see him raise the trophy again. So cool for those guys to bounce back from the injuries that they've been through. And so cool for them to prove to the world that it's not about the super teams. It's about the core players. And they're already a super team anyways because they got three Hall of Famers leading the way. But it's not the ones they picked up on the free agent market. It's the ones they picked up in the draft. They made some tremendous moves. The additions of Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole uh, can't be understated. And how about Steve Kerr now as well? Nine championships, five as a player with the Chicago Bulls and the San Antonio Spurs, and four as a head coach. So what an unbelievable effort by the Golden State Warriors. And sad the NBA is over, but it was a great finals and it was a great playoffs, and it was very fun to talk. So we'll talk more legacy of the Warriors, legacy of Stephen Curry, and uh, some NBA offseason stuff as well. But now it's time for... A little senior spotlight action, Shrine Game Edition, the East-West Shrine Game, 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium. It's the 75th edition of it. The West team led by Bryce Carver, the head coach of Hamilton High School, and the quarterback from the Bronx last year, Tyson Rostad, caught up with that quarterback earlier this week. Well, happy now to continue one of our favorite segments of the summer. It's our senior spotlight, highlighting some of the best individual seniors from around the state of Montana. This is Shrine Game Edition. It's the East-West Shrine Game, one of the best events of the summer, one of the best events of the year every year in Montana, and raising money for a great cause. The Shriners Hospital uh, in the state of Montana. There's dozens of them across the country, and they do great work. And the Montana Shrine Game, often one of, if not the highest, fundraising Shrine Games in the country. So very cool. And this week, our Shrine Game Edition of the Senior Spotlight, Tyson Rostad. He's a recent graduate of Hamilton High School headed to the Montana Grizzlies to play football. Tyson, what's up, man? I know you're coming to us from Butte. How's things in the Mining City, and how are you?
2: Oh, I'm doing pretty well, staying healthy. Uh, It's been a little chilly over here so far, but, uh, I mean, it's been, other than that, the experience has just been absolutely outstanding, better than anyone could even have expressed it. Well, we've been having fun, and we're just getting at it.
0: We mentioned staying healthy. It's such an interesting uh, deal because, we've seen now these these all-star games and sometimes every once in a while a guy gets hurt but it seems like by and large all the guys from the state of montana want to play in this thing so uh, this is like your last high school experience right so what do you think of just playing one last time as a high school football player before going to college
2: yeah no i mean it's special and i think a lot of us got to realize how many kids are actually sitting back at home and uh, wishing that they got the chance to be a part of this and not only that but playing this last game for one of the greatest causes I think there possibly could be not only those kids sitting back that aren't even getting a chance to play football but those kids that never even got a chance to walk be able to talk right I mean kids with disabilities things like that like a lot of us I think are finally starting to understand what the cause behind this game is really for and it just makes it more special to be able to have fun with these kids but just know that we're playing for a really good cause. I mean
0: it's certainly one of my favorite events of the entire summer every year I love going over it's gonna be fun to be in Great Falls uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday night, Tyson Ross joining us previewing the East-West Shrine game and talking all things Hamilton High School. What a great year for Hamilton in general. But Tyson, it's funny, you've been on the show a couple times. I know you came on with me, came on with Andrew Houghton, but you haven't come on since that state championship. We had Coach Carver on the show after you guys won your state championship, but haven't got to talk to you. So congratulations, first and foremost. Very cool. But just tell us about just breaking through because Hamilton has been Right there. I mean, all the way back to when your older brother, Carson, who was a freshman, uh, the first time Hamilton went to the playoffs and started for four years, Hamilton's been right there. And uh, you guys were kind of able to kick the door down and win that state championship. So, uh, I mean, first of all, congratulations, and pretty cool for you guys. How were you guys able to do it? What did it feel like?
2: Well, yeah, no, thank you. But, yeah, going through high school, my freshman, sophomore year, like you said, we were close. Uh, Carter put us in the right spots, and just certain things kind of didn't go our way. And, um even making it through that season, man, did we just, our team clicked. We had fun with each other. We didn't get in re- very many arguments. We had great leadership throughout all the seniors. Um, Carver, outstanding. Our D coordinator, defense, and everything was also outstanding, but I think the biggest thing when it came to that game is uh, we finally had enough, I think, with Taking second place, and I think that was really something inside of me, being able to play those freshmen, sophomore year. I kind of just hated that feeling, coming in second, third, something like that. So I just rallied everyone, and I knew with the conditions, because we had like 60-mile-an-hour wind, we couldn't really throw the ball, and that's kind of what Hamilton was known for. And But we just pounded the rock, and kids were going with it, so we just kept going with what was working, and we got we got it done, and it was one of the greatest feelings ever.
0: So cool, and uh, it was so cool for us that are based here in Western Montana. It is ESPN Radio uh, coming to you out of Missoula, and uh, what a uh, fall it was with Missoula Sentinel going undefeated for the second year in a row, and and Hamilton rolling to that state title, and Florence just dominating the Class B ranks. So it was a good year uh, in Western Montana and a lot of the guys that I'm talking about from these teams are playing in this Shrine game. So uh, what do you think of just the western Montana flavor kind of on the West squad, and uh, a lot of guys from the Bitterroot Valley in Missoula uh, that you're going to be playing with on Saturday?
2: Yeah, no, overall, it's it's been super fun. Uh, seeing those kids come out of the Bitterroot Valley and even around the Missoula area, just kind of the western part of the state, it means a lot. Uh, I kind of like just from a standpoint of knowing showing everyone what the west is about i know there's been a lot of great east teams in the past couple years the east have kind of put a thump on the state for a while and just to have those kids come over and be here and really want to compete i mean we're really good we look really good at practices the defense is good the offense is flowing pretty good but really just to see all those western kids and finally get to meet all those kids that i've been hearing about throughout and actually be able to have some relationships with them and go play a football game is pretty special
0: Tyson Rostad joining us here on Nuanas Now. He is a recent graduate of Hamilton High School, one of the quarterbacks on the uh, West squad for the East-West Shrine game, which will take place in Great Falls, Montana, 7 p.m. Memorial Stadium. Uh, we'll be there, so maybe we'll see you there. Uh, Tyson, you mentioned just getting ready for this game and that you are playing for your high school head coach, Bryce Carver, the head coach for the West. I know there's uh, maybe one other Hamilton assistant there as well. So, I mean, how does that familiarity help you? And uh, do you feel kind of obligated to help out with some of the other guys with uh, you being so familiar with Coach Carver? Oh yeah, I knew
2: coming in that I was kind of getting know the whole offense for the most part, and that I that would kind of help out everyone else. That I'd be able to uh, be there for help with wideouts, running backs, linemen, even with Caden too, because it was what I've ran for the past four years. But Uh, Coach Carver and me have done a pretty good job, and kids are really getting it and having fun with it, so I think it's a really good thing. And me and Coach Carver have always been pretty close, and to have him uh, coach this means means a lot to me because I never would have thought, I thought for sure, in that state title game that would be the last time he coached me, but to have him here is just something really special.
0: It's so cool. It's such a great story, and it's so cool how close Coach Carver has been with you and your whole family, with your brother playing there at Hamilton as well, and the success uh, that you guys have had uh, for sure. How about the other guy playing quarterback alongside you on the West, Caden Hewitt? Also headed to the Grizzlies, the Helena High stud, who's uh, one of the best quarterback prospects to come out of Montana in recent years. Uh, what have you thought of him in practice, and how much are you trying to help him out as the other guy that's going to be taking snaps?
2: Oh yeah, no, for sure. He's a great kid. I mean, playing next year with him, we've already all kind of hung out. A lot of us that are going up to heading up to Missoula to play for the Grizz. Yeah, obviously, a great kid. He's super smart, really catching on to everything fast. I don't see any issues come game time with him. He's let me help him out. He's he's a stud, that's for sure. Throws a great ball, fast. Knows what he's doing. It's been fun. I mean, me and him have just been laughing around, having fun, and I mean that's what this is all about.
0: Tyson Ross, joining US Hamilton High School graduate, headed to Montana next year. East-West Shrine Game this weekend uh, in Great Falls, Montana. And you, you mentioned Caden Hewitt being a future Grizz, but there's a bunch of future Grizz on this West squad, whether it's Chase McGurren the wide receiver out of Helena High, Missoula Hellgates, Ian Finch, uh, Drew Klump out of Missoula Sentinel, another Helena High guy, Marcus Evans, uh, Patrick Rohrbach from Glacier, the punter, and uh, the big D lineman, Bronson Hendrickson as well. Only one future Grizz on the East squad. That's Bo Dantic from Laurel, uh, who Hamilton High School defeated in the uh, Class A state championship game. So has that been kind of fun for you, Tyson, just uh, getting a a taste of what it's going to be playing like for some of these, or I guess with some of these in-state guys that are going to the Grizz?
2: Oh, yeah, it's been a blast. I truly believe that what some of the guys have been telling us about the friendships that you make here are just going to be ones that you keep for an entire lifetime. And that's kind of really sinking in for, I think, a lot of us because we're really getting close over here in Butte, uh, just hanging out in between practices and whatnot and really getting to talk with all those kids that are going to the grids and stuff. It just means a lot. Uh, like, I'll be rooming with Marcus Evans and stuff like that. Me and him have got really, really close, and he's a really good guy. So it's just been super fun.
0: Well, that's very cool. It's a sweet experience uh, for you guys. And I love all the combos that always come from the Shrine game. Last time playing together, first time playing together, first time playing with and against your future rivals. It makes it so fun, especially with so many guys continuing to go from in-state to the Division I level. Tyson Rostad, Hamilton High School graduate, joining us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, East-West Shrine game tomorrow uh, up there in Great Falls. Let's talk just a little bit about the Grizz angle of this thing, Tyson. I know you came on right when you committed, and uh, that was fun to hear about. And I know you're so excited to be a Grizz, but uh, what have you thought of just the way the Grizz have been rolling here uh, since the last time we talked? Because last fall, uh, pretty impressive. And your brother, Carson, he started getting a little run, too. He started playing a little special teams, running down there on kicks. So uh, what's it been like watching the Grizz with your brother uh, on the field get some playing time?
2: Yeah, I know it's super exciting. I know me and Carson both grew up wanting to play for the Grizz. We both grew up watching him. And finally seeing him to get a little taste of that is just pretty sweet. And I think now for me it's all really kind of coming together and uh, really seeming to be real now that uh, come this summer I can actually start lifting with them. And it's going to be super fun, Uh, especially being able to play with my brother. I'm super excited.
0: Well, this week, too, probably getting back on the football field probably – Gets you excited even more, right? I mean, I bet you're going to be hitting the workouts pretty hard next week when this is all done.
2: Yeah, I'll be up there probably come this next week and really start getting
0: into it. Well, that's very cool and uh, should be a really fun weekend and really fun uh, to follow you. Tyson Rostad, state champion at Hamilton High School and now one of the quarterbacks for the West squad for the East-West Shrine game this weekend in Great Falls. Uh, Last thing for you then. What are you guys preparing for when it comes to the East? I, I've heard some interviews already. I did an interview with East head coach Mark Sampson. Uh, coach Carver was on the show earlier this week. Uh, both teams kind of feeling each other out. But uh, what do you think of uh, just the matchup on the other side? Well, they for sure obviously you got a bunch of studs. I mean, I played a couple against
2: a couple of them coming from Sydney, Fergus, whatnot. But... I think it's just really going to come down to who can play together the best as a team. And um, I think that's something that the West has really done a great job at. Uh, I don't know much about East other than what we've kind of scouted for uh, with through Coach Carver. But I really just truly about that teamwork and coming together and playing for that cause. And I think it'll be a really good game and just see who comes out on top.
0: Well, it's going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch the coaching matchup. One of the up and coming coaches in Montana High School football, Bryce Carver. And on the east side, Mark Sampson, longtime Helena Capital coach, longtime Great Falls High coach, and uh, his last game as a head coach. So, a ton to watch in this week's East West Shrine game, including the quarterbacks for the West, a couple of future Grizzlies. Tyson Rostad's one of them. He's joining us right now on Nuanas now. Tyson should be a really fun weekend. I'm coming up to Great Falls, so I'll come say what's up. But best of luck on Saturday night, and thanks so much for being here, man. Sweet. Thank you for having me. Another Future Grizz joining us here on ESPN Radio. Tyson Rostad leading the West Squad in the East-West Shrine game, 7 p.m. from Memorial Stadium in Great Falls, Montana, tomorrow night. Nuan is now coming to you live from the Gray Wolf Peak Casino. Gray Wolf Peak's new sports bar, the Lassau Sports Bar, uh, is now open. They're going to have a big grand opening. Here, uh, upcoming. And they also have a golf simulator that they uh, are going to have up and running here pretty soon as well. But I just went in there, and I had been in there when they had all the sweet tables that have all the Native American history on it. But I had not been in there since they've set up all the other good stuff. They have this whole memorabilia case with all sorts of autographs of all sorts of famous football and basketball players, some Hall of Famers from the pro ranks. They also have a beautiful pool table, free shuffleboard. They have two dartboards. They have some foosball. It's also a really gorgeous view out there on the outdoor patio. You're going to see the best snow-capped mountain peak scenery in Montana. They also have an outstanding menu. I'm probably going to get myself some food. The uh, special tonight, classic black and blue burgers served with fries. So come check out the appetizers, the food specials, the drink specials. I hang out at the Lassa Sports Bar at the Gray Wolf Peak Casino. What's going down at the U.S. Open? Plus, the continuation of one of the great events of the summer, the Indigenous Heritage Celebration. We'll give you the lowdown on some of the talent for the talent showcase tonight down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. And we'll give you an update on the U.S. Open scoreboard. Keep it right here. New on is now ESPN Radio.
1: One, two, three. Is
0: now on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Thanks so much for listening. ESPN Radio Nuan is now. If you're watching on TV or on the ESPN Montana app, we're not in studio, but we are coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, New to Montana. You can find them on the corner of Stevenson Mount in the Garden City or. By visiting online at nwmsrocks.com. We are not in the Northwest Motorsports Studio because we're up here on Everow Hill up at the Gray Wolf Peak Casino. Really appreciate Gray Wolf Peak for hosting us once again. It's such a cool place. They have all sorts of awesome homages to Native American culture up here on the reservation. There's two museum-like cases right next to me and also the Lassau Sports Bar, which is officially open, serving food, serving drinks, Got free pool, free darts, free foos table, all sorts of fun stuff to do while you're up here hanging out. Also got some College World Series rolling on the TVs as well. So appreciate Gray Wolf Peak Casino uh, for hosting us once again. Speaking of homages to Native American culture, the Indigenous Heritage Celebration continues at Ogren Park Allegiance Field throughout the weekend. The Paddleheads on the road, they will play Their inaugural game up in Kalispell, the uh, Glacier Rough Riders, the new Pioneer League baseball team, hosts the Missoula Paddleheads tonight. But there's still a lot of fun going on down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. The Indigenous Heritage Celebration, presented by All Nations Health Center, continues throughout the weekend. Tonight, you have a talent showcase that should be uh, a tremendous showcase of a variety of great headliners. The lineup features Chance Rush, Milo Smith, Tia Wood, and it's hosted by Foreshadow. You're going to get tickets, $5 for everybody over the age of 18. Scholarships are available for registered clients of all nations. If you want to find out more information on the performers, you can go to chancerush.com. But it should be a really, really fun evening. Uh, They've had Natives Got Talent down there at the uh, Indigenous Heritage Celebration for a couple years now, and it's always a really fun night. And this time they're going to showcase some of their most proven talent that's participated in this performance again. And then tomorrow, don't forget, there's an awesome 5K fun run and walk. It's available for all ages. Uh, It's not that competitive of a race, but there is a ton of prizes. Everybody under the age of 17 is going to get some sort of prize, and there's also prizes for a variety of different age groups. So uh, you don't have to be a runner, but if you are, that's great. Should be a beautiful day in Missoula again tomorrow. So if you want something to do in the morning, go check out that uh, 5K run and walk as part of the Indigenous Heritage Celebration down there at Ogren Park Allegiance Field. It's Friday Pie Day presented by Front Street Pizza of Missoula down there on Front Street. Top of the next hour, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a large pizza from Front Street Pizza. All you're going to have to do is call. We'll call down there. They'll have a large pizza ready for you to pick up. So stay tuned for that. Just about mm, 10 minutes away from Friday Pie Day, presented by Front Street Pizza. Appreciate them for giving us that long coveted, coveted uh, pizza sponsor that we've been wanting around here for quite some time. at in nuanas now. And if you haven't had the pizza down there, regardless if you win or not, what a great place uh, to hang out, but also to get yourself a bite to eat. They have delicious, traditionally sourced pizza. So if you uh, need something for dinner tonight, first of all, stay tuned here on Nuana's Now. We'll give you an opportunity to win some free. But also, just head on down there. Front Street Pizza, across from the Old Public Library, located on Front Street, right below Rome Student Housing. Nuana's Now from Gray Wolf Peak Casino. The U.S. Open... Two rounds in the books. Phil Mickelson did not make the cut. That's probably the most national headline. Rory McIlroy, who shot a 67 yesterday, he came in at 69 today. So he is tied for third with Hayden Buckley, John Rahm, and Aaron Wise. But Colin Morikawa, he goes low, low, low. He shoots a 66, four under par uh, this afternoon. And uh, the former major champion, Colin Morikawa, is tied with Joel Damon atop the leaderboard. Damon, he's through 15. He's two under. He shot a 67 yesterday. But the top score in the clubhouse right now, five under, which is an unbelievably low score for a U.S. Open. And so is a 66. My goodness, the USGA is probably having a cow. thinking of these guys shooting 66, 67. The U.S. Open's supposed to be right at par golf. I mean, I think in my U.S. Open pool, I said the winner would be two under for the weekend. And we got guys going two, three, four under, for rounds, so one of the most challenging tournaments in golf. It's still challenging, but you have to wonder if the USGA is wondering about the the challenge of the course. You wonder if they're going to be burying some pins uh, later on in the weekend. We shall see. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. We got some uh, free pizza for you. We got some free craft cocktails from the AC Hotel, and we also have a bundle of laughs. The Does No Sports times two, the longest one we've ever done, but I promise you, it's worth your time. Keep it right here. Nuwana's now. Hour number two coming at you. It's ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the Advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406 406- today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore